0: These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping, calling some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know.
1: Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Colores, and here with me today are some very funny people. On the line, we have Alexandria Sweat. How's it going, Alex?
2: Not too bad. Just chilling in a closet. And I wanted to share a story with you guys because I've been watching a lot of Shit's Creek lately to entertain myself. And I've been finding myself weirdly attracted to Eugene Levy. That's um, not weird at all. Yeah. Thank you, Shakira. Okay, yes. Well, first of all, Phil, seen. Thank you. <laughs> and I told George it made me think of a conversation that I have with Leon often, which is that you're not ugly, you're poor. Mm-hmm. Because I was not attracted to American Pie Eugene Levy, but Shit mm-hmm. Creek Eugene Levy with the sleek suits and the well coiffed hair. I mean, the eyebrows look like they are getting threaded. They're still healthy. <laughs> But they're using
3: threading now. He looks good. His eyebrows are very voluptuous as well. (laughs) And I like to bury my nose in it and just like.
1: Yes. Exactly. Mm. Mm. So that's how I'm doing. (laughs) I'm just going to say y'all are all alone on this one. Or maybe (laughs) I'm alone in the opposite direction. You can't be alone. It's with three people, I guess, right? I'm not with you on this one. He seems nice. You just try to shame me out of my crush. <laughs> Three-fourths of the funniest people anyone knows think Eugene Levy is a hot daddy. I'm not among them. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Levy is pretty good. It's with- not bad.
3: Yeah. He- you can tell he got his dad's eyebrows as well. He did. And they
2: have nice hair. It's wow. a good cut. I'm a sucker for it. I just don't know what else to say.
1: Okay, cool down, Alex. We're just at the (laughs) beginning of the show. (laughs) And joining us from Midtown Atlanta back this week is TJ Jackson. How are you, TJ? Oh, you know, George, just
3: juggling, filling out applications for jobs I went to school for and ignoring the wavering notion that I should just create an OnlyFans account and call it a day. That's my week. I would Uh, love to see your OnlyFans, TJ. I think it would mostly be me eating in a closet, but, like, you only see the bottom half of my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. You're just, like, discreetly eating snacks in your closet. Yeah, with the white
1: cell. But I keep opening the closet door to see if anyone's coming. I don't see why that won't make you a ton of money. Yeah. Thank you. Would you subscribe? It depends on how much it is. I've... No.
3: <laughs> I do have a free trial period for those who are interested, but... Shakira would subscribe, I would. I
0: would subscribe to that channel just because of the mystery behind it all. What is behind the closet door?
3: I don't know. Me neither. I'm coming. I hear footsteps. Or maybe not. I don't know. Who knows?
1: (laughs) What snack will he have today? Yes, I will have a different one each time.
3: I love it. It wasn't the premise behind Blue's Clues. I will draw every time I see a clue, but it won't be a good drawing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, well, that just went off rails. <laughs> 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 I don't even know what that show is. Now I'm subscribed to the channel. If there are clues and drawings and also secret snacks, I think that trifecta just drew me in. You got my $3 a month. Yay! And joining us for the second week in a row is our guest co-host, the very funny Shakira Demessier. How are you, Ooh, Shakira? Pew pew
0: pew. really good thank you for having me back last week was so fun and i'm happy to be here
1: i had such a fun time with you last week on the show i laughed super Mm -hmm. hard i just was left the rest of the day with a big smile and today you're wearing this fabulous red hat so i'm really excited to be recording with you again
2: i wore it just for you this hat is giving me Louis Baton. Louis Vuitton. Is that how you say it? Is that the French? Sure. It's uh, French. Yeah. French, it's French The red bottom. You know, mm-hmm. it's very sleek. It's very fashion week. I'm, I'm here for it. I love this. Is a look.
1: Ooh! If Carmen Diego was around today, that'd be her hat. It's great.
3: What um, a compliment, George. I yes. could see Party B singing about it, personally. Yeah. <laughs> She's got that bloody hat, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not- Shakira, this is a historic first. In the 99 episodes we have done of this show... We have never had a guest join us for two weeks in a row. So this is a real privilege. I'm going to
0: clap it up for myself.
1: Um, It's huge. I don't know why CNN isn't covering this. It's the huge (laughs) big deal. We did it because we had so much fun last week and we were left with so much we needed to discuss more of. So this is also our first to be continued episode. If you're a first time listener or you missed last week's episode, pause right now, go back, listen to the episode and then come back and join us. I'll be right
3: <laughs>
1: back. <laughs> See y'all. I got to go listen to this.
2: This is some pioneering ass stuff. I feel privileged. I feel amazing to be a part of history in such a way. What other barriers are we breaking today?
0: On my list is Shirley Chisholm, Kamala Harris, Shakira Demessier, and mm-hmm. order.
1: Exactly. I, I think that's everyone's list at this point. This is yeah. <laughs> momentous. I'm sure Wolf Blitzer would be breaking news any minute now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. put in you have a blitz, a, yes. When you have a perfectly lovely Jake Tapper just right there, Wolf Blitzer. Okay. Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> we need to have a segment where we rate
3: CNN news anchors from at least the most daddy. Each week will be a different news network. Wolf is a zaddy. I just Googled him.
2: He's a zaddy. It's the beard.
0: <laughs> and he's in his 70s, so at any time, he's gonna go. I <laughs> the man in his 70s, one appreciates you.
2: I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: I'm just trying to think who all is on CNN. Anderson? Yeah. Oh, Jake yeah. Knapper. Oh, Don Lemon? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a good
1: party. Oh, your correspondence?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's CNN correspondence.
1: This is what TJ does while he watches the DNC he ranks. <laughs> who are the hottest state representatives? <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. You'll get the inside scoop. No, wait, what do
3: they say on CNN? I don't know.
1: The funniest thing that I saw this week was a man who used the turtleneck as a mask and oh. had it wrapped all around his head. That made my day. He had the sleeves mm. hanging. There's a little waddle under his neck. It was like, <laughs> this is so great that you're wearing a turtleneck as a mask.
3: I forgot my mm-hmm. mask at home, George. It's all I
1: had. <laughs> it just had this turtleneck with me. with oh, a turtleneck in my car.
0: Which it, makes me think, are you a serial killer? What is the deal?
1: Some of the best comedy does come from pain and observing the insanity of our lives. The one thing that has been on my crawl lately is people who are wearing masks unnecessarily. I know it's stressful to remember to wear a mask and there's a lot of pressure and it's important and it's a public health. But I also think there's sometimes when you don't have to wear a mask. Like the other day, a friend of mine posted a picture of herself on Instagram and she was laying out at her own pool in her backyard (laughs) while wearing a mask. And then she and her whole family were in the pool in masks. You don't need a mask. You live together. That's not necessary.
2: That makes me laugh because Leon gets on me because I wear my mask in the car. And when I'm talking to him on the phone, he can't understand what I'm saying. And he's like, why do you have the mask on? You're in your car. And I'm like... If I go to a drive through window, I don't want to fumble and have to find my mask. And he's like, they have a glass window between you and whatever's happening. So like, once again, why are you wearing this mask?
1: That's been my question too, Alex. I've seen a lot of people in their cars by themselves wearing masks. I was wondering if you're supposed to wear a mask in a drive through window. I'm going to sleep in a the mask these days. I'm no good. I'm paranoid about all
3: things. You never know when you might be stopped at a red light and there'll be some pedestrian that comes out of nowhere and just sticks their head inside your car mm-hmm. and sneezes. And-
1: Runs off. Oh God! You're right, though. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> exactly. That
0: is like
3: my worst
0: fear of those kids selling waters. They're getting increasingly more aggressive on the. Free- what do you call them here? Highways? Freeways?
1: Yeah, highway. By here, do you mean Earth? In Atlanta. <laughs> okay. No.
0: I'm from. I'm from New York. I haven't been there in two years, so I don't know if we have children standing at the entrance of highways. Selling waters in Gatorades. When I left, there wasn't. But there's an influx of children Mm -hmm. here in Atlanta selling waters off the highway. And my fear is that they will stick their head in my window if it's open and sneeze on me.
1: It's a walk by sneezing. Yes. (laughs) Like, ma'am, 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 water, $2. Water, (laughs) $2. They should definitely be wearing masks, right? The water salesmen should be masked. What about people on a bike? You're riding a bike in a city. Should you be wearing a mask? There's 3.5 million people in Atlanta. So let's say 3.5 million people. They're all out on bikes. Every Yeah, all 3.5 million people are all out on bikes. I guess they should be wearing masks. I think they should <laughs> wear masks.
3: They're all on their
1: bikes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> It'd be so crowded. We'd be like pedal to pedal, you know, just. Ah, move. Maybe
2: they don't have to wear their mask, but it should be readily available.
1: Like around their neck, ready to yeah. go any moment. What about in a public bathroom when you're alone by yourself in the stall?
3: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: think so. You have barriers in between you and their walls. Awesome. What if somebody sticks their head from under the <laughs> nearby stall and sneezes <laughs> on you? Sir, water, $2, water? <laughs> Would you like to buy some water?
3: <laughs> I'm getting rid of the water inside me. Please hold on. DJ, you've now become the person in the club that sells the water in the bathrooms and stuff. <laughs> oh, I've been that person. Don't put your water in between your knees while you're using the bathroom,
1: <laughs> especially when you're doing number one. That would get confusing. Don't do that ever.
2: I don't think I would have that problem, specifically, (laughs) but also growth. It is.
3: But when you're 12 vodka sodas in, anything can go. (laughs) And that has happened before in the bathroom.
2: That's why you need a mask, because when you're 12 vodka whatever's in, at some point you're probably going to pass out. So you probably want a mask to protect you from whatever
3: surface you end up hitting. I'll just take it off my eyes and put it on my nose and mouth.
1: Why are you wearing the mask around your eyes?
3: <laughs> an eye like, mask.
1: Are you at a bar dressed like Zorro? Sometimes.
3: <laughs> Let me live my life. I need to go where TJ's going.
1: <laughs> Don't tell the cops. <laughs> They're
3: the ones I'm protecting everyone from.
1: Alex, last week you told us that you were participating in a challenge to find an agent. And you asked us to keep you accountable. So Shakira and I and TJ are here to keep you accountable. How did it go? What have you done towards your goals this week?
2: Thank you so much for this accountability. This week is all about the cover letter. I am currently working on my cover letter, which in terms of applying for an agency, only needs to be like five sentences, maybe six at the most. I was giving these admin corporate cover letters to agencies explaining my whole backstory. They probably were moving me to the trash the whole time. I will be rewriting my cover letter. Between after recording tonight and tomorrow, I will write my cover letter and apply for three agencies.
3: Why are they having actors write cover letters? I've heard of submitting footage or a tape maybe, but never a cover letter. Like Please. Dear agent,
1: I want to be Tom Cruise.
3: I understand you're searching for an actor in the new Jumanji film. Here is why I am qualified for this position.
2: <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing either. When I started applying for agencies down here, I did notice there were a few of them that would ask for cover letters. We're writing cover letters now.
1: <laughs> Next week, we'll have to have you read us your cover letter once you've written it. You should also make sure to mention in your cover letter your secret talent that you can Mm -hmm. sing any sentence presented to you. I have been dying all week to put you to the test on this. I'm excited. I told everyone to prepare a couple sentences. The first one I have for you is the last text message I received. It is, the equipment guy, Zach, is going to be here at 6 to fix the lamp.
2: The equipment guy, Zach, is going to be here at six to fix the lamp. That was great. Oh
3: my God. <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh my God, that's beautiful. Oh my God. He, he yes. her. She's got I real talent you.
2: here. The equipment guy, Zach, he's going to be here at six to fix the lamp. To fix the lamp.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I wish you had sung that to me instead of having somebody send it to me as a text. That would have been much nicer.
2: Damn, I need to do telegrams.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, TJ, what you got? All right, Alex, I sent you
3: a tweet from Donald Trump. These sound (laughs) so ridiculous, but I thought you could make them less cringy if you sang them. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. is not your fault.
2: Donald Trump gives me classical or Baroque style music just because he's just so big. <laughs> Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it.
1: Please don't feel so stupid. Insecure is not your fault.
0: Oh my wow. God, that's so funny! <laughs>
1: You made him
3: sound a little intelligent for once.
1: (laughs) I was just like, oh, yes. Hmm."
2: I shouldn't have given him that.
1: (laughs) All right, Shakira, what do you have for Alex?
2: I had a burger today. It was grass-fed, and it was pretty good. Oh, I don't know why this made me feel Jamaican. I had the burger today, and it was grass-fed, and it was really good.
3: Oh my yes. gosh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> boyaca, boyaca. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't know there were going to be different styles. This is awesome. Yeah.
2: Thank you. I do what I can. I love Caribbean music, and that was an ode to that.
1: There you go. <laughs> Last week, you said that you could also do directions or recipes. I'm going to send you one of my family's recipes for tzatziki sauce. And I want you to sing this recipe.
2: Okay. Recipes make me think like musical theater or something like jingling.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) So I'm going to head in that direction. Peel the cucumber and remove the seeds. Carefully grate the cucumber with the cheese grater. Put the Greek yogurt and olive oil, garlic, lemon juice dill and gritty cucumber in a large bowl and combine well. Cover the tzatziki and place in the refrigerator, allowing the flavors to combine for at least one hour before
3: serving.
1: Oh my god, that pet. Yes.
3: <laughs> All right. Alex, Andrea, mm-hmm. the next Trump tweet that I think you should sing is it's freezing and snowing in New York. We need global warming. It makes no sense, but let's hear it be sung. Okay. What genre would you guys like to hear this in? Disney channel theme song. (laughs) That's a genre. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just went there. I don't know why. (laughs) I've been craving some Disney Channel theme song music lately. Okay,
2: we'll try it. I'm going to make it a thing. We're going to make it a a
3: genre. It's freezing and snowing.
2: I'm actually just doing this to that, so Raven. Yes, that's what I was thinking.
3: Oh
2: (laughs) In New York, New York, and we need global warming, yeah.
3: Oh my god, it's so great! I love it. Oh my gosh, this is Disney Channel. <laughs> I love
1: it. <laughs> Alex, you have to include that talent on your cover letter.
2: Thank you. I'm glad it's not useless. I just thought I was so silly. You guys have affirmed so many things for me in my life, and I appreciate this. This is what friends are for.
1: <laughs> to show me
2: that singing random sentences is a useful skill, and I'm grateful.
1: I love gratitude came in the form of an awards acceptance speech. Like you just got your first Grammy. I was about to play you off. It was running a little. Loud. <laughs> what about you, Shakira? Do you have a secret talent?
0: Sometimes I can sound like a
1: trumpet. Oh. Sound like a trumpet. <laughs>
0: That's
1: awesome. Amazing. Is that Louis Armstrong? Sure. <laughs> you have to put that in your cover letter, Shakira.
0: Maybe Alex and I can do a show, like an improv music show,
1: <laughs> you know, oh. with a brats band. <laughs> Bratz? I would totally go to that show. My only talent is I'm good at Tetris, so I'm really good at packing a lot of things into the backseat of my car.
0: Well, that is actually useful.
1: I don't think you have any other talents.
3: No, I just try to through my nose, and that's about it. Oh yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, this is totally great for podcast recording, but, you know, so I I don't know. Here's some sound effects, I guess.
1: Uh,
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: A really long time. TJ, since you didn't listen last week, let me tell you what happened. We digressed into a conversation about what celebrities might smell like. Oh, I've been thinking about this for a while. I was like, I know TJ has some thoughts on this subject. So I wanted to discuss it more with you here. Alex said she thinks Jonathan Van Ness smells like rose petals, and uh, yeah, Barack Obama mm-hmm. wears curve for men. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I said that Jared Leto smells like mustard. Yes, and Shakira suggested that Busta Rhymes' breath smells like onions.
3: Red onions, <laughs> yeah. Jared Leto would be like D. No, uh, yeah, it'd be like Dijon honey mustard. No, I take that back. Was it Grey Poupon? Yeah. So it's a good mustard.
0: Mm-hmm. Fancy. it's a mustard of mustards.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's good, but it still kind of smells off. <laughs> I might go back and forth on this, honestly, because I'm internally
1: debating on which mustard it is. Like a pub mustard? Like what yeah. you have with a pretzel? Yeah. Ooh, those
3: yeah. pub
0: mustards
1: are so tasty. I think Jared Lettuce smells like pub mustard.
2: Mm. So I wanted
1: to get your opinion on what some other people smell like. Some people I think would smell good, and tell me if you think I'm wrong. Right. Uh, First is George Clooney. I think George Clooney smells good. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think he smells like an Italian vineyard. Either that or aftershave.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's Mm. one of those. No, I see that. I was going to
2: say Old Spice because, once again, I don't know a lot of milk colognes. I don't know brands, so I'm going with Old Spice.
1: What about Will Smith? Will Smith looks like he's always put together and smells real good. Yeah, I would say so. I
0: think Will probably smells like Twizzlers. Something about him is
2: super childish and
3: fun. I like
2: that. He like he's
3: really exactly. strange as well.
2: I think Will Smith smells like clean linens. Hear me out. I just imagine that he has drawers full of neatly pressed black and white t-shirts and black and white button-downs as well. Because he's always put together... So everything is just pressed and
1: straight out of the dryer. I get that, though, because I think Oprah smells like fabric softener. Uh,
3: lavender as well. She really loves lavender. Or tomato. Yeah. She grows a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Or she smells like Roundup. Michelle Obama smells really good, I hear. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen says she smells like orchids.
1: Ooh. Oh, that's nice. What do you think Chrissy Teigen smells like?
3: Hmm... Probably because she has a baby now.
1: So like diapers?
3: (laughs) No. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's It's not like
0: dirty diapers.
1: Just like like clean diapers. No, dirty diapers. Oh, Oh, no. Do you feel like all moms smell like poop? No, I mean new moms. You can direct your complaints to TJ at funniest people I know. (laughs) I bet
3: the dads smell like dirty diapers as well. Does that help? No. <laughs> New parents of all gender.
1: I guess that's right. better. <laughs> I'm in this hole. Why not? Let's just move out of the hole. One other person I've thought of was Robert Pattinson. I don't really like him, Mm-mm. but he seems like the type of guy that smells so good that you find yourself mm. attracted to him when you meet him in person. You're like, heart mm. kind of flutters. You're like, damn, you smell good.
3: No, a lot of people have complained about him smelling bad.
1: Really? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. A lot of people said that he doesn't take showers, and he just doesn't take
1: care of himself hygiene-wise. No, I definitely don't get it. Yes,
3: Mm -hmm. I'm
0: telling you. To me, he would smell like sweaty bedsheets. Like, it was really hot that night, and you got up, and there's an interesting scent. It's definitely not good, and you should shower afterwards
1: hmm so, mm-hmm. That's what I think Johnny Depp smells
2: like. Mm, him too. He was the original. He was musty so that Robert Pattinson could just be funky. Okay. Mm-hmm. He started it. I think that's a type of guy, elusive, and they don't look like they bathe, and you don't know like if they take care of themselves, if they drink water or have like good hygiene practices, but there's something like mysterious and hot about them. Like that was definitely a type of guy. That was in all 90s and early 2000 movies.
1: I think Madonna is the female version of that. I think Madonna at all times smells like she just left the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Shakira, you look pained by that. Like that hurt your heart. Know, that's so
0: sad, but I get it.
1: <laughs> Possibly dirty diapers as well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know why. The other night, I'm watching Bernie Sanders speak on TV and all I can think is he's got to smell like mothballs. Is that me being ageist or do y'all... No, that
0: is it. Across the world, everyone would say mothballs. The way he puts his clothes together, no. the angle of his shoulders, that is a mothball smell.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. But I can see his wife being like, Bernie, you got to put on some cologne. I don't know how she speaks, but in my mind, it's like New York godfathers. She
1: amazingly sounds like Tony Sobrano.
3: Exactly. She's like, Bernie, you got to put on some Fabriz or something. You smell like mothballs again.
0: I think Beyonce smells like nothing at all, which is so hard to achieve because you like something. Mm -hmm. She just
3: smells like nothing.
1: Like she's pure. I think you're right. I
3: think Roseanne Barr smells like cigarette smoke and kitty litter. Oh, damn.
2: Betsy DeVos smells like the lobby of a Ponderosa. <laughs> Ponderosa.
0: Mm. It's a buffet oh restaurant.
2: <laughs> oh, a buffet restaurant, oh, yeah. Ponderosa's only the highlight of my childhood.
1: <laughs> she looks to me like she smells like off-brand floral-scented bug spray.
3: Oh. <clears throat> oh. oh.
1: Lingers after she leaves the room.
2: Yeah. Mm. I like that. I like that.
1: You'd walk in an hour later and go, ooh, was Betsy here?
3: Yes. Why, or is this a Shoney's? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly.
2: Because yes. I was thinking mop water. Like when you get to a restaurant late and they're getting close to closing. So somebody's Whoa. already mopping. The hint of the Fabuloso. You Fabuloso, still
1: yeah. I <laughs> can see it. Everyone is still freaking out and loving the song WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. We talked about it last week and dissected it a bit, and I said that it was one of the dirtiest songs I've ever heard. So I was thinking that today we should create the definitive list of the dirty song hall of fame. Here's what I mean. There's a lot of songs that are suggestive and poetic and erotic, but some of them are downright explicit. What I'm thinking is that we make a list of the songs that mince no words and they just put it all out there, so to speak. Due to FCC regulations and Jane's rules, (laughs) there's a lot of things we can't say. So I thought before we dive into the nominees that I would play a game of Mad Libs and we can come up with some words that we'll say instead of the words in the lyrics. TJ, adjective. Fabuloso. Alexandria, an animal. Fox. Shakira, another adjective.
3: Disgusting.
1: That's one might fit right in on some of these TJ, a man's name. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) All right. We're going to go with TJ.
3: Yes.
1: Good one. All right. That's my name. Hey, Alex, an action verb. Jumping. Shakira, part of the body. Elbow. Ooh. TJ round object. Orange. Alex, a noun. Cheese. Shakira, another part of the body.
0: Mm, eyeball.
1: TJ a verb. Wow. So if we dive into any lyrics, this pretty much covers anything that we might have to say. Who wants to throw some nominees out there? Alex, you got some nominees?
2: Yes, I do have some nominees. Let me dive in with, I believe it was 2004's My Neck, My Back by the one and only Kaya.
1: That's a really good one. That should definitely be in the Hall of Fame.
0: I have a neck, my back story, but we'll get to it later. Oh, my God. TJ has all the stories.
1: Hang out with TJ. Yes. I pulled up some lyrics to My Neck, My Back, and I've got our Mad Libs here. I'm going to read them real boring like a white guy would read lyrics real boring. Certainly not going to sing. All you ladies pop your fox like this. Shake your body. Don't stop. Don't miss. Mm -hmm. All you ladies pop your fox like this. Shake your body. Don't stop. Don't miss. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Lick it good. Jump this fox just like you should. Ooh. My neck back. Slouch my fox and my elbow. <laughs> so, it's still pretty damn dirty. Even if you're slouching a fox, it's like yeah. I don't need to be slouching a fox in my house hold on, wait a minute. She gets real dirty and real explicit.
0: I never heard the explicit version as a child. I only heard it on the radio and we didn't have YouTube back in my day. I recently heard this song last year, like the explicit
2: version. Whoa. Whoa. Exactly. (laughs) Kaya was putting it all out there, giving orders, telling you specifically Mm -hmm. what she wanted, calling in all of her ladies in solidarity Going back to last week's point of why are we coming at Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion? Like they the first ones to put it out there.
1: Last week, when we played a clip, we could only play three seconds of them going, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's
1: all you need to know. About- <laughs> this is the Cardi B part. Extra large and extra disgusting. Put this fox right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a Kegel while it's jumping. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This fox is slouching, come take a dive.
0: filthy. filthy, like it's you can't been. even it clean be. it up. I heard the radio version for the first time today, and it was, honestly, it sounded like this. And then you, but, ta, ta. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the song? <laughs> right. Why are we even attempting to play this? There was a part of the song that was edited that I don't even think needed to be edited. That little thingily, thingily, thing that hang in the back of my... Mm -hmm. I don't understand why that needed to be edited.
1: I don't think it needs to be edited. There's nothing dirty in that. But it sure feels like there is. I'm personally looking forward to the kids' Bop version. (laughs) (laughs) As I usually do. The Disney songs version? Mm Mm-hmm. That's usually my jam.
2: This was released in 1999. And it is three six mafia, slob on my knob.
1: Oh my it's God. That's corn
2: on a cob.
1: <laughs> That's not even dirty, and that sounds terribly dirty. I love it. So my sister, she's 10 years old. She comes running to the room singing slob on my knob like corn on the cob. And I thought it was a song she learned at school. The next day, my eyes got real big, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't think she should be singing this song." And that was my <laughs> first awareness of this. Is my little ten year old sister singing it? Oh my goodness! He has no idea.
0: I mean, any pop song—they're all explicit in some way. There are a few songs about holding hands, but true all songs are about genie in a bottle.
1: You uh, rub me the <laughs> right Gina way. Aguilera, rub <laughs> me the right way.
0: Like no wonder
1: no one knew uh,
0: yeah they're not kids bob songs
1: they're certainly radio friendly i was thinking about that because beyonce drunk in love that song it's super erotic it's a super hot song it's quite dirty but she doesn't say it she doesn't just like put it out there she doesn't say what they're doing on that table
0: which is weak
2: let's
1: yeah. put it out
0: there
1: <laughs> that's why i think she doesn't get in the hall of fame
2: She's in a different Hall of Fame just for euphemisms because she will give you the term that you now have to go search on Google to understand. Everyone was looking up watermelon and surfboards. (laughs) Okay. The OnlyFans, Demon Time. When she said that on her feature for the Savage remix, I didn't know what those things were. I didn't know OnlyFans, but I did not know about Demon Time. She put me up on a whole new game.
3: (laughs) Thank so, you good hair. I had no
1: idea. I was Googling <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a different Hall of Fame. That's true. While we're on people who don't quite make it on the list, mm-hmm. the first song that came to mind was the Nine Inch to the Nails song, Closer, where he mm-hmm. says, I want to F you like an animal. He's putting it out there, but then it doesn't go any further. So I think that also doesn't make it into the Hall of Fame. It was edgy in its time, but it's not Lil' Kim.
0: <laughs> I want to big up these people. WAP, to me, goes down in the history of amazing, amazing songs. Amazing. Because it's so provocative. It's like, mm-hmm. this is the Andy Warhol <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like Andy Warhol. We know him for a can of soup and some colored, colored different variants. Like, yeah. That's what we know Andy Warhol for, and it's super simple when you think about it. But everyone's like, "Oh, cool, yeah, this is so you know unique, provocative." These songs are so direct and in your face mm-hmm. that put it in the same line with Andy Warhol.
1: I see what you're saying.
0: Fantastic.
2: I love it. I love it. I
3: love it. Ben Shapiro, when he was talking about how you should go see a gynecologist if you have a WAP, and then all the gynecologists came out on Twitter and they were like, actually, it's very healthy to have a WAP. <laughs> right. Yeah. Feel bad what a sad life for him. Right. Like for him? <laughs> exactly.
0: He's been around a lot of
2: daps, and that's not good. <laughs> This song was definitely one of my favorites as a kid, but also very much made me blush when I first heard it on MTV. It was released in 2001. It is none other than Uchi Wally. Mm,
1: Oh, wow. That's a
2: great song. It was a good time. Hey, really, really, really. I can't even finish it. I was so happy I grew up in a Haitian household.
0: Had no idea. A lot of the words were... A A V. There were African American vernacular English words, and my mm. parents were like, "We don't know what they're saying. Sounds good, so we could sing it freely." That a nice
2: melody. You're so lucky, Shakira. The Baptist church just ran through my mother and coursed through her veins. I'm from Kentucky, and I'm slightly country, especially when I speak really fast. So I was singing, "Put your hands where my eyes can see." And I was like, put your hands where my eyes can see. But my mom thought she heard ass. Next thing I know, I can't watch MTV for three years. <laughs>
3: Man, Total Request Live. That was the ish back then. I remember it.
1: I love MTV. That definitely goes into the Hall of Fame. That one's a Hall of Famer for sure. Mm-hmm. I think we need to put almost everything two live crew has ever done. That was my first introduction. I didn't know music could do this until I was a young, impressionable, early teenager who heard Two Live Crew. And there's some songs I can't even say the name of the song on this show, but I remember hearing the song One and One. It's really, really bad. And it sounds like an nursery rhyme. I remember all my older cousins had locked themselves in a room and were listening to it. And I'd press my ear to the door, and I wasn't allowed. I'd get in trouble because I was too young, and I memorized it. But there were still parts I didn't know, and I didn't know what it meant. And years later, I looked it up, and I was like, I had no business. None of us had any business. One Um, and one? They're like, One and one. We're having some fun in the bedroom. You don't know this song? Oh, no. (laughs) And they're like, like, chill it is it's real they're like two and two i took off my shoe (laughs) and then they get to four and they're like four and four we effed on the floor and no room in the bed (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it like builds up and then you know what they did at six had to go outside i don't know is there any more room after that like (laughs) how many 12 (laughs) sheesh it's made for kids. It's like putting Joe Camel on cigarettes and wondering why children want to smoke. You made the dirtiest song ever into a nursery rhyme that ends up being about butt stuff. It was <laughs> quite big in my life when I learned about all these crazy things. I'm putting that in the Hall of Fame for sure.
3: I love it. The butt songs for me, are more catchy, you know, pun intended. Like Thong Song and Anaconda, mm. they all got... A mad Mm -hmm. clap to him in my opinion
0: you say mad clap you mean ass clap yeah Mm
3: -hmm.
1: yeah
0: I'm into it
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think Sir Mix-a-Lot's real provocative at the time but again everybody memorized those lyrics and were able to sing them in school without getting expelled Mm -hmm. but then when Nicki Minaj makes Anaconda You certainly cannot be singing those lyrics in school without getting expelled. I think she definitely took it up a notch.
0: How much of that is a little bit of misogyny, though? Guys are talking about butts and it's all good. But when a woman owns her butt and her boobs and her sexuality as a whole, then it's a problem.
1: True. I agree with you 100%. But also... She drops dirty word names for the front side of our parts and not just the word, (laughs) I like big butts.
0: I hear ya, but he references his penis as an anaconda and also mentions that he doesn't want his anaconda in any flat pancake. He wants nothing to do with an average-sized woman.
1: Well, it's an anaconda. It needs room.
3: (laughs) <laughs> wow. <laughs> It needs a whole
2: rainforest. I feel what Shakira is saying. Because men have talked about putting women in trunks. They have hit us with anacondas. They put us on the floor and do things to us. There are so many things that men describe. And if a woman is just like, yeah, I looked in the mirror and I was like, whoop, whoop, my ass is fat. But she says it explicitly. Like now we got to have like a whole dissertation and that Brian whatever dude that was on Joe Rogan's show is going to, like, cry.
3: <laughs> ben Shapiro?
2: Yes, Ben yeah. Shapiro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Ben, they're all, the same. they're all trash. That's one of the reasons I'm a fan of Ocinelli Take a Lick, which is super dirty, but it's all about him trying to get her to take a lick and her saying no. I always appreciated that the whole song is about her being like, no, I won't. I felt like there was some empowerment in that. It wasn't as boring as most songs that have that theme would be.
2: I've never heard Akinelli's Take a Lick, and I'm more familiar with Put It In Your Mouth by them. I'm interested to see that the woman was definitely saying no on Take a Lick, because then Put It In Your Mouth, she was like, well, okay, I'm down to put it in my mouth, but you also need to put it in your mouth, which I
1: love. And Take a Lick. (laughs) he's really eager right so she's like i was gonna slouch him i was gonna slouch him but i didn't like i was about to but then he said oh yeah you will be licking my richer night.' so then she's like oh hell no and i kind of like that too as a message don't be so presumptuous listen to your partner and see what they're into maybe mm. we will get something else if you're not just trying to push your agenda I felt like there's some real teaching moments in Akinelli that I surely didn't recognize when I was 19.
0: There's so many provocative songs. for it's time, like, Death Leopards, Pour
1: Some Sugar On Me. Mm-hmm.
3: I have a pour some sugar on me story. Oh my gosh.
2: May I throw in one last song into the Hall of Fame ring? I just want to show how far this goes back. Also. Correct have a funny story tied to this. The first time I heard this song was
3: at a Catholic church's cookout. The Catholic church does not have cookouts. They have very boring brunches after mass that include only one drink, punch, and then crackers maybe. I don't know what cookout you went to, but it was not a Catholic one.
2: In Kentucky, the Catholics cut up. So I heard this song at a Catholic picnic party when I was 10 years old it came out in 1986 it is Clarence Carter's I be stroking if I may George read these lyrics this is safe to do one of the dirtiest euphemisms I have ever heard the man literally starts out saying when I start making love I don't just make love I be stroking (laughs) what I be doing huh I be stroking I stroke it to the east and I stroke it to the west and I stroke it to the woman that I love, I love best. the best. i would be stroking. I have not heard one use of a condom anywhere. <laughs> and you, <laughs> sir, you need to stop and you
3: need to take a second and check yourself before you keep just stroking. Well, the Catholics don't believe in
1: condoms, so it <laughs> was, sounds like very appropriate. <laughs>
2: mm, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs>
1: that is so funny you're sorry that song is so good It's so much fun that's certainly not as smutty as some of our other entries but i could totally put that in the hall of fame just because it's so damn good
3: you are the only person i know who uses the word smut and smutty and I just I don't know it brings a smile to my face every time you use it. <laughs> it it. No I one it it. uses that word. George it has its funny. place. Yeah.
1: It speaks <laughs> of something very specific.
3: Yes. I went that on t shirt. Yeah, I don't Wait, know.
1: The phrase George uses the word smutty. Yeah. I'm gonna come up with a good t shirt phrase. Or just like a big t shirt that's bedazzled and it just says smut. Yeah, on the booty. <laughs> <laughs> a t-shirt that says smut on the
3: booty what kind it's of shirt a very large t-shirt yes <laughs> a shirt
2: dress <laughs> exactly what i
1: did get oh I my
2: god. god
1: this has been another episode of the funniest people i know thank you again to our guest shakira demessier i'm so glad you joined us thank you so much shakira make sure to check out the Glitterbox sketch show that Shakira and Alex are directing for the Mighty Shorts Comedy Group. The shows are at Ponce City Market in Atlanta in August. Look up Mighty Shorts Comedy on Facebook for more details. Every Friday and Saturday. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton who edits the show. If you enjoy the show, please like, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at know. Make sure to join us next week for our very special 100th episode. Have a hilarious week. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye, everybody. Funny day.